if you've been downtown uh, over the past months, trying to use a pedway can be a little tricky. You've likely run into some uh, closures, some detours that in some cases, leaving pedestrians really with nowhere to turn and a real challenge trying to get to where they're going. So just a little bit of background on the Pedway system in downtown Edmonton. They date back to the late 1960s, about 1968, when council first started talking about them. Um, then there was a concept plan in the 70s well, they said that they would reduce conflicts between pedestrians and vehicle traffic. Yep, would make sense. Uh, it would link destinations. Yep, well, that would, that would make sense. Shelter pedestrians from elements and create a safe and stimulating pedestrian environment. Now, over the years, thanks to private and public investment, uh, we now have approximately 13 kilometers of walkways linking more than 40 buildings and parkades. Okay, but over the past few years, you know what's happened. You've witnessed it yourself. Social disorder in the pedways has resulted in detours and closures, and now organizations are trying to figure out a way to tackle that. How do we fix that? How do we get that system running the way that it should be? Lisa Bar uh, Baraldi is the president and CEO of the Building Owners and Managers Association. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thanks for having me. All right. So, you know, in a nutshell, is it really social disorder that has caused this grief? What have you seen happen over the past couple of years? It has, yeah. It's the past couple of years since the pandemic, you know, less traffic downtown, um, a real uh, uptick in the number of uh, incidents of, of vandalism and security concerns that prompted the um, building owners and managers that uh, have buildings connected to the ped Pedway system to come together and talk about solutions. And I just want to emphasize that not every pedway is closed and mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. the, I think the problem that I'm hearing is that access is different for different pedways yes. and so we need to do a better job with the city and the DBA and others at communicating what those schedules are and I think uh, you know that is something that a lot of the visitors and residents who are using the pedways after hours and this is all happening after mm -hmm. hours right mm -hmm. um, the pandemic presented everyone, everyone with decisions that, that had to be made based on things that we've never seen before, yeah. right? So everyone is navigating this new normal and trying to figure out how to do it. So, so Lisa, how much of a challenge is it that um, some of these uh, pedways are public-owned, some are private-owned? Yeah, so there were a lot of uh, details around agreement. You mentioned agreements signed in the 70s. Well, you know, times have changed, so maybe we have to revisit some of these and, uh, and really think about what the future of this system looks like. Uh, all of the building owners and managers want to see increased vibrancy downtown at all hours, right? During the day, during the evening. I mean, it's incredibly important for us to, uh, to, to, to see our downtown return to what we know it can be. And so, uh, you know, we'll do everything that we possibly can uh, to make that happen. Just have to make sure that the spaces that we're in are safe and healthy and enjoyable for everyone. So, so how is your organization doing that? What does that look like? Yeah, so we work to support uh, building owners and managers, the people who are um, maintaining the buildings that we're in and making sure that they are safe and clean for daytime 
tenants, of course, and also for the, the tenants that operate at nighttime. And uh, one of the things that we're committing to doing, uh, because we've heard the, the, the need for it, is to um, better communicate the schedules of the pedways, look at increasing access to those pedways, especially when there's a game night or a, mm-hmm. conf- a conference or a, a concert or something like that. And the other thing is really advocating for what I think everyone else in Edmonton would like to see, and that's um, uh, proper uh, and real solutions to uh, the issues that we're seeing downtown that, that help people, uh, you know, access to drug treatment beds, safer mm. shelter spaces, more security in the pedways. You've got to remember that a lot of the security guards are, you know, they're, they're regular folks that have a job and they're unarmed and they're our uncles and aunts and nieces and nephews. And we've <laughs> seen a real increase in the number of security personnel that our owners and managers have had to hire. And Well, that, comes, out, that comes at a cost, right? And so it it's does, okay it if does. you if, yeah. if, if you if you're going to open that pedway that might be one of those privately owned ones it's not a, a, a city one let's put it that way and you, and you want to make sure that it's safe and you want to make sure that your property remains uh, safe and not damaged yeah it's going to cost you even more so that's got to be frustrating as well it is it is and we've just conducted a survey actually um, of all of the owners and managers that are connected to pedways and some that aren't to better understand what have those security costs looked like over these past couple of years i mean i've i've actually had members come to me and say they're spending double triple maybe even you know prices or costs comparable to what the international airport's paying you know like just fees that you wouldn't really I think years ago, uh, wrap our heads around, but it's not just about cost. It's really about uh, maintaining the reputation and the cleanliness and the security that's required to attract tenants and attract visitors, right? And and just make sure that a space is is healthy for everyone who's going to um, take advantage of being in there. So I know that uh, the organization that uh, that you're involved with, the CEO and president of the Building Owners and Managers Association, you've, you've been talking with, with with other stakeholders. Have you have you branched that out to the DBA or the police involved or you know other building associations involved, saying, okay, how can we do this and do it better? Absolutely, and and there's no silver bullet solution, right? And that's that's the reality. We're dealing with some systemic uh, issues at the justice system level, the healthcare level. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot for us to wrap our heads around, and we really truly need to work together to um, support. The, the people who are living, working, enjoying our downtown, and uh, and we have been partnering uh, in various uh, in various ways with all of those groups, and also with other cities, other BOMAs. So BOMA yeah. is an international organization, and we talk to the Chicago's and the Dallas's and the Toronto's, and you name it, to to, to find out what they're doing, and 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 actually sometimes we're doing things here in Edmonton that are. At, quite innovative right you've mm-hmm. got building owners partnering with the dba partnering with boyle street on um overdose projects and things like that like we're really putting some time and energy into um understanding what's going on and and, and being good citizens right because at the end of the day if we're not all contributing our downtown doesn't get better <laughs> yeah, you know in the meantime though lisa there's there's folks who are still nervous to to go yeah. downtown especially go downtown at night maybe use those pedways that sort of thing what do you tell them 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I sympathize with them. I understand. I've experienced these frustrations myself, uh, you know, in various ways. Um, but I think we haven't quite got to the point where, um, you know, everything can go back to normal. And so I would say uh, bear with us, contact us. You know, we, we welcome your mm-hmm. contributions and ideas because, uh, you know, we do recognize that we could do a better job of, of communicating the access schedules. And, uh, and and maybe people have ideas about you know, and other things we haven't thought about, right? So the group that comes together and meets frequently to, to talk about headways and what is happening in, in commercial properties, because, again, we're talking about unprecedented times for our city, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to imagine you've got a group of competitors who've come together to share best practices, share statistics share ideas and pilot projects right so um we're doing our best and and we'll do better everyone working towards the same thing right everyone is working towards a you know safe uh energetic uh revitalized downtown edmonton where everybody can go and and feel safe and comfortable getting around and i think that's that's the that's the driving point right there day and night you know it has to be day and night and and we've seen some good there's absolutely increased traffic Mm -hmm. there are good things so i feel like we're on that upward momentum um and so we have to adjust accordingly as well yeah you know uh as an industry and uh and so we've heard the concerns and the first thing we're actually taking action so the first thing we're going to do is work with uh the owners and managers and with the dba in the city to, to figure out how to better communicate what the current schedules are and then work towards adjusting those schedules. I think, again, all of us just want to see... Ah that vibrancy that we know the core can have and and Lisa, we're getting there knowledge is power and letting the folks it who is. are using those pedways know when things are yes. open or closed will go a very very long way i sure appreciate I your time so. this afternoon we'll keep updated on this one thank you thanks very much take care